Hello and welcome to the action adventure audio drama The Luchador, 1000 Fights of El Fuego Fuerte. My name is Alex Matute and I play the show's narrator. And I'm uh, Dan Valero Fletcher, the creator of the show. Uh, so we're calling these uh, behind the scenes type episodes Under the Mask, and uh, this is going to be the first one. Um, so yeah, if you've made it this far, I'd like to thank you for finding our podcast and checking it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for the support and giving our show a listen. All right, Dan. So, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm I'm excited. I I've been, I've, this the show's been in my head for a while, and I'm excited to, to talk about it and get it out there. That's awesome. That's excellent. Um, anyway, so we've decided that in tandem with episode one, we'd release an interview to give our audience a little background on what what went into making this show. Exactly. Um, yeah, Alex, let me just say at the outset, this has been a major team effort and a labor of love for the entire team here, uh, you especially. <laughs> Nobody had more pages to read than you. Yeah, it was uh, it was a marathon, but it was it was great. It was uh, it was great working with you guys. It was easy. Uh, you know, I got my my hot tea, my lozenges, and <laughs> we're good to go, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of hot tea. That was good. A yeah, lot of hot tea. That was, that was a long session we, we did. It was yeah. I think I think we did the last. The last one was the one in my apartment there in Los Angeles. I think that was yeah. That was that was that was brutal and fun. It was great. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, first off, uh, let me ask you, Dan. Kind of tell us like who you are. Who am I? Um, Yeah, I'm Dan Valero Fletcher. Um, I'm a writer and producer. uh, Currently living in Austin, Texas. Mm. And uh, yeah, I uh, you know I've I've been a writer for a while. Uh, Went to the Loyola Marymount University uh, School of Film and Television. Gosh, uh, yeah, got my master's degree there in screenwriting. And I've I've always loved like really genre driven storytelling stuff where um, you know we're able to look at the world from kind of like a different angle and it kind of gives us a little more perspective when we're talking about like vampires and wrestlers um, rather than like, you know, two people in a kitchen talking in front of the kitchen sink. And, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I've been a huge uh, wrestling nerd for uh, many, many years since I was a since I was a kid. Uh, since you know the, the Attitude Era with with you know Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Oh uh, yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, yeah, I've never been able to shake it. Well, it's it's a fun thing. I mean, it's I used to watch a lot of wrestling uh, back in the day as well when Stone Cold and The Rock and you know and even before that Bret Hart and all these other guys that were just those. It was amazing to watch, especially as kids. Just, it's a whole childhood for me. It's great, yeah. and it was great being able to actually be a part of this because you could kind of channel that, which uh, which you've experienced already in the past, the excitement for it. And, and thank you for the opportunity, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. I, yeah. I'm so glad to have you on board. It's been uh, it's been really fun uh, making this whole thing come together. <laughs> and uh, so, where did the idea for the series come from? Obviously, I I started watching you know more mainstream wrestling, but you know over the years I've I've dug like you know back into the archives and um, you know I've, I've uh, checked out all those uh, really awesome films that were made in Mexico in the nineteen sixties and seventies, uh, like you know El, El Santo versus whoever, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like El Santo, Mil Mascaris, uh, Huracan. Ramirez. Wait, Ramirez is that right? I think that's right. Okay, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> But um, yeah, and um, I uh, was driving one day, and um, I flipped to the old, the old timey radio station they have on um, Sirius XM radio, mm. and um, yeah, and just like just the vibe of that, just like just something clicked, uh, made me think of like. Um, you know those those old uh, Lucha Libre films, and just the just really the. Um, 
it's like just like how sincerely made they were and um it's something about it made me like i i think there, there's just like a really interesting opportunity in the audio medium because you know audio drama podcasts are kind of making a big comeback yeah, absolutely it, it seemed like a, like a really natural fit and i'm like someone must have done this before and uh, nobody had so like well guess i have <laughs> pioneering the way right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what uh specifically motivated you to tell like this story beyond just appreciating wrestling yeah, well, one of the one of the big things is I am uh, Mexican American, and um, yeah, like I, I I was raised um, like not not really connecting a whole lot with um, you know my 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 roots because like my like you know my mother uh, was raised in an all English speaking household. Uh, my my grandparents um, just would not let any of their children speak Spanish because they they really felt that like that was the the best way for them to succeed and have like a like a successful life is to kind of divorce themselves from you know where they came from. Right, and yeah. it's something um, yeah like I have I have a, a brother and a sister. We've all we've all kind of been going through this uh, over the years as like we we really want to kind of get back in touch with with this thing we felt that we never um we really got a got a chance to to experience and like you know like I talk about like watching you know wrestling back in the day like like yeah there's the Rock and Stone Cold but for me there was also Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and those guys um yeah. And like all the all they got like all the luchadors that WCW had back in the day, um, like psychosis, super crazy, and like and, and that there there was a, a a kinship I felt with that that I, I don't think I really processed at the time, but um, yeah, but it, but it is something like you know like like Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero like there was a, there was a pride to it that I don't know that that I recognize now that I that I didn't before. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, those the the Latino wrestlers. I feel like they had all this energy, these these just incredible moves, and just uh, this way of of this flair that they brought to the to the wrestling ring. Um, like I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it, but when I did, um, as far as like the, the WCW, it, it was pretty pretty amazing seeing those guys fly like that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was something that was just never never in the American scene before. Yeah, and like you know, we there would like you know, obviously I'm, I'm still super deep into wrestling right now, and like yeah, even like obviously you, you got you know the modern guys like the mm -hmm. Lucha Bros and Andrade and all that, but yeah, like you know, so so many of the of the moves that even you know white American wrestlers have taken on like can be traced back to like the. The, those first luchadors who kind of made the crossover. Yeah, those flying marvels. Mm -hmm. And uh, so chief among the show's larger-than-life characters is actually the hero himself, Fuego Fuerte, which I can envision him doing all that and more. Yeah. Uh, and so what makes Fuerte more than just a man in a mask? Yeah. So like Fuerte, like he definitely like start like uh I mean I mean that that is his starting point where he kinda comes in as that that archetype, that like El Santo bigger than life hero. Mm -hmm. But but my my approach to it is like what is what is the cost of trying to live up to that image all the time? Mm, yeah. um, you know the, the the guys who who live and died by their like literally like you know El Santo was buried in his mask. Like if you have to be that hero, that that perfect figure all the time. How how do you handle reconciling your day to day life and just all the you know complicated, messy decisions you have to make as a person mm -hmm. with being the, this character? And hopefully that that's kind of what you get a feeling come across in the over the course of the show. And like yeah, he is fighting vampires and all the stuff like that. But really, you know, there's uh, so the other the other major uh, 
character people have met so far is uh, Lobo Sangre. And, you know, Lobo is the uh, is the the yin to the yang or, or vice versa, one of the two, yeah. of, uh, of Fuerte. And like he kind of, I think they, they kind of help each other grow um, over the course of the season, which I think people will, will find pretty interesting, I hope. Yeah, the dynamic is beautiful. It's just a lot, yeah. a lot going on there. And- yeah, and it's really fun. And I, 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 I love our actors, um, Ash and Jeff, who play uh, Lobo and, and uh, Forte, respectively. They have really, really fun chemistry. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. It's, uh, it, it, it is like, you know... There's there's the wrestling background, you know. There's a little bit of uh, it's a little bit of Batman. I feel like um, Batman the animated series is like uh, the the one from the '90s is kind of like a uh, something that was always big for me. And the I think there's series. a little bit of a no, what? The great series. You yeah, it was. Oh man. That's good stuff, and yeah, and I, and I feel like you know there's uh, with Lobo and Forte's there's a little bit of like a, like a riff on a Batman and Robin thing going on there, but th- this one where it's you know the Robin the Lobo is kind of trying to shake Batman out of his uh, his, his more uh, stringent kind of ways. <laughs> yeah, that's and they like I you know obviously I narrated uh, um, the show, um, mm. but yeah, they're they're. Uh, their chemistry, they're just their back and forth is just uh, it's captivating and it's it, it's fun. It's fun, and uh, you do see them growing together. And yeah, no, it was great. But uh, also, I want to say you have some pretty amazing special guests from the world of pro wrestling on the show. Can you tell us what it was like working with with them? It was really cool. I'm not gonna. I think if you look out there, you can find you can find the names of everyone who's on there. But like you'll you'll have seen that um, in the first episode, we had um, Effie, Danhausen, and um, Colt Cabana as our um, as our three guests in the first episode, and at least, especially working with those guys, it's it's really fun. Like you know, they they all really got it. Like I I was really I was really shocked. Like there that um, and I shouldn't have been because like wrestlers are are adaptable if nothing else you got it you got to come yeah. in and just like catch big as catch can <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, big time and uh, yeah they 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 all really took to it um they they got their characters immediately and they just vibed with the show and, and just like had total fun with it mm-hmm. and um it was really great working back and forth with them. Like we did a hybrid approach to the show where like, you know, uh, we did some recording in studio with um, folks live having their own back and forth and other people just recorded at home um, in their things. And um, I, I, you know, maybe sometimes the, the seam show a little bit, but even though our, our uh, technical people who've been working on it have done a fantastic job. Yeah. But like to to feel everyone getting into it as much as they have uh, has been really really fun to see. Uh, mm-hmm. They yeah that everyone's just kind of like buying into this world immediately, and it's not like it's definitely like I what I want people to take away is like we are not like laughing at this stuff at all. I mean, right. some of it is, is of course inherently funny, but like it's um, it definitely comes from a, from a place of love, and uh, there there is a. A, a smiling sincerity to it, um, if nothing else. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think it'll come through in the, in the podcast in the season one. I think people will really see that. Yeah. But speaking of season one, like, what what do you what do you hope that people come away with after listening to to season one? Yeah, I hope that people are inspired to go down the same rabbit hole I did and find those uh, those like El Santo films, those Blue Demon. Movies and um, yeah, just just watch them, you know, wrestle mummies and uh, Martians and, and the whole gang. Because um, like it is, 
like again like the sincerity of it like you, you could definitely f- feel this pride that you know they were they were making these these big hollywood movies in mexico at a time that that wasn't really happening there there's a, a special energy to those movies that it, that really really comes through yeah be, because like yeah it's not that like it it's yeah again like you know like we we know Rey Mysterio we know wrestlers we know you know our our rocks and and stone cold but like mm-hmm. But like El Santo, like he wasn't just Stone Cold. He was Batman. He was Superman um, was for the everything. people at the time. Yeah. And um, it, it's such it's such a cool world. And uh, yeah. And in uh, modern stuff, too, like um, uh, I, I talk about it, but Lucha Underground uh, from a couple years ago mm-hmm. um, was was I, I think the closest that wrestling has come to like capturing that spirit. I, th- I think people will definitely be inspired to go um, check that out, including um, I'm still not going to say the name of everybody's in there, but like, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a little <laughs> bit of a direct connection as well, but they'll find that out soon. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. So, you know, speaking of listening uh, to the show, okay, there's a, a big giveaway happening for listeners of the show. Now, can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, we definitely expect and hope some uh, some of our listeners are big fans of All Elite Wrestling, AEW. Um, yeah, Colt Cabana, of course. Uh, the Dark Order are there. And, um, yeah, so uh, we want to do something really fun to kind of reward people for listening to the whole show. For uh, one lucky listener, we're going to give away uh, two tickets to the uh, next pay-per-view, AEW Revolution, to go see it live wow. in person yeah and um, at the end so yeah so you might have heard at the end of the first episode uh i think uh what i uh said it was like the the el fuego forte's secret crime club or something like Mm. that and um (laughs) yeah and so each episode is going to have a secret word so kind of like um it's like like a drink your Ovaltine kind of thing. But so uh, if you listen to the episode get the secret word and then um, mail it in to giveaway one word giveaway at the luchadorpod.com and uh, email that secret word in and you can do that for all five episodes in the season. Wow. And for uh, each one you mail in, that's another chance to win. So you listen to five episodes, you get five chances to win. And um, yeah, and uh, you can maybe go see AEW in person. Uh, like so I, I got to this. I win? <laughs> can you win? Uh, sure. No, 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 no. That wouldn't. That wouldn't, uh, that'd, that'd that be, wouldn't be right. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 insanely cool. That sounds great. Um, when are the winners going to be announced? Um, winners will be announced uh, the first week of December um, after our uh, one week after uh, episode five, uh, which is the end of the season, airs. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's amazing, Dan. Well, that was uh, that was an amazing interview, and uh, I'm glad to have spoken with you and just uh, gotten this out there for the people to to listen to and hopefully uh become more excited about our podcast and just be more motivated to listen to it and just enjoy it yeah it's yeah i i really hope that um that like the fun or the energy we put into making it comes across um because we yeah it's really good times and it's uh it's really good there's yeah so some characters folks have still yet to meet which are really fun um there's uh, i i'm really uh really happy with the awesome work that our um sound designer david did um we're, we're gonna we're gonna go to some interesting places there's gonna be uh there's gonna be you know car chases death traps 
an <laughs> ancient Aztec temple. Um, it's it's going to be really fun. And of course, wrestling, a lot of wrestling. A lot uh, of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the big thing. Is like, would it? Is it interesting to listen to a wrestling match? My proof of concept for that is, uh, sorry, this is this is a side. I know we were wrapping up, but no, uh, no. go ahead. Is that um, back in the day? You know, my my parents wouldn't um, wouldn't buy me every single pay per view that you know WWF was putting out at the time because there was a lot. There was like one every month. So yeah. on the months that they wouldn't let, like you know, I was I'd like beg and please, and they and I'd get to watch WrestleMania or whatever. But on I the off chores, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but on the off months, I would actually go like sit next to my TV and turn to like the scrambled TV channels. If you're, like for those who were old enough to remember doing uh, that, I remember doing. And I would I would listen to the entire pay per view, and so it'd be like you know Jr. and the King going like Oh my God, did you just see what happened? Like Oh wow, it's like, um, and, and there were definitely some matches. Like I think there it was like uh, it was like uh, the Road uh, Degeneration Act. No, no, not Degener- uh, New the New Age Outlaws versus like the APA or the Acolytes or something at the time. And like listening to the match, I thought that this was like the greatest wrestling match of all time. <laughs> and then like I went back and watched it someday. I'm like Oh wait. That was that was that was fine, but um, but it's funny. So, listening to wrestling, it's a, it's a thing. I swear. You know what? The, the announcers, the wrestling announcers, are amazing. This how they describe everything. It's you just you see it in your in your in your mind's eye. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like they're the ones who have to get the story across. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, uh, thank you for sitting down with us and giving our listeners a look inside. That big, beautiful brain of yours. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just, um, yeah, before we set off, um, yeah, remember that giveaway. Listen to this for the secret word uh, at the end of every episode. Uh, giveaway at theluchadorpod.com. Um, and, uh, of course, the, the best thing you can do to um, help people find the podcast is to review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, five stars if, if, if you can. Uh, just just writing reviews like just pushes us up in the in the algorithms and really really helps um you can stay up to date with us on our social medias on uh what's it called uh, twitter instagram facebook at uh the luchador pod and yeah um yeah thanks everybody for listening thank you for being on then <laughs> all right have a good one you too buddy right, bye bye. Right, bye okay all right well <laughs> I, I i think we had a good out there somewhere uh, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere. Just cut us off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>